right, thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this guy back. He's the founder. He's the guy. He's from the Article 3 Project. It is Mike Davis. Mike, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. So it turns out men and women see relationships differently. Uh, Fannie Willis, or Fawny, we're saying now, um, thinks that she ended the relationship in August or in July or June or something. And, and the guy, Nathan Wade, he thought it ended in uh, August because he's a man. Because men and women see different things differently. And re- just now she said that he thought that a woman's role was to make a sandwich for her, for her man. Uh, Mike, what am I missing? She's sitting there, literally thinks she's doing a great job, and she's like digging a hole and burying herself. J- just give me an overview, then I'll get into some more specifics. This Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, or Fannie Willis, or whatever the hell her name is, is a disaster. Her testimony is disastrous, and she is walking into her, her own perjury traps that she sets. She's clearly lying about the nature of her relationship with Nathan Wade, her not-so-secret boyfriend and uh, special prosecutor. She's lying about the timeline, Uh, and it's very clear that she's going to get disqualified from this case down in Georgia involving President Trump and 18 others, and she should. She should also, uh, she she should also face disbarment and uh, prison time for uh, for perjury, for for bribery, for illegal kickbacks, this is disastrous. And actually, this Fulton County judge needs to dismiss this case and let the uh, Georgia Attorney General bring in a, a prosecutor who's not corrupt, and make and that new prosecutor can make the independent decision whether he or she wants to refile these criminal charges against President Trump and 18 co-defendants. But it is very clear from the evidence that Fannie Willis corruptly, illegally hired her boyfriend. She paid him $250 an hour, $700,000 in counting, and she profited from this criminal prosecution of President Trump. She took illegal kickbacks from her boyfriend in the form of these lavish trips and that is a big no-no took cruises went to belize went went to all, all over the place then she says she paid him back in cash she just happened to have i think a couple of million dollars in cash at the house mike i don't know she has an unlimited supply of cash at the house can't say where she got the cash just has cash and then her dad told her to have cash six months worth of cash but and, and she never gave him much money just 2500 here and a thousand there i don't know mike you, you're, you're not poor but 2500 dollars is a lot of money to me a thousand dollars is a lot of money to us she seems to think that living on this high level of of taxpayers' expense is something normal and that she's above it all. How dare you question anything that I'm doing? But I want to hone in on one thing you said. She's trying to pretend that they broke up right before she, like, added him to the team. Uh, They just broke up. He didn't realize it because he's a man, but she realized it because they had the tough talk. Is that going to fly? No, no, this is not going to fly. This this whole testimony that she's giving today is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen yes. as a lawyer, right? And she is she just keeps digging and digging and digging. I can't understand why she thought it was a good idea to come testify, and I don't understand why she thought it was going to be a good idea to come out so angrily and defiantly and dishonestly in her testimony. She's she's going to get kicked off this case. She's almost certainly going to get disbarred. This case is probably going to get kicked, and she could end up in prison. 
It's Mike Davis, founder and president of Article 3 Project. Go support everything he does, article3project.org. Uh, Mike, did she have to testify, or did she do this because Nathan Wade was so damning to her that she, she thought she had to? I don't think she had to testify at all, and I think it was a disastrous decision for her to testify because now she's walked into her own perjury trap that she set for herself and subordination of perjury and bribery and honest services violations and illegal kickbacks. Uh, this she, she is in such hot water after this testimony today. There's no chance that she will continue as the prosecutor on this case. This this Fulton County Superior Court judge is going to disqualify her. And I would not be surprised if he dismisses this case and lets the Georgia Attorney General decide whether to bring in a new prosecutor who's not biased and corrupt. It's uh, Mike Davis. We appreciate you jumping in the chair, Mike. It, it appears to me that her tactic is to act the victim. She's the single mother of two kids, and she's got a father who's 80-something, and he's afraid of COVID, and she's getting death threats all the time, yet she's traveling around the world. She, she's o- only gone out to lunch once or twice with the guy, Nathan Wade. That's all they ever ate together. And he never stayed overnight either where she was living, and she seems to be thinking that she's smart enough to play games with the words. You're going to twist a word here, going to twist a date there. What, did I ever take money out of the bank? Well, I'm sure I ever have. I mean, is she as smart as she thinks she is, or is she completely out of her league here? So this Nathan Wade got $700,000. He didn't have to take her out to meals, and he didn't have to stay the night. It sounds like a pretty good relationship to him. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is... It's unbelievable, Mike. It, it's it is un- not believable. Testimony is unbelievable, and it's uh, she is so... Un- she has this dangerous combination of ignorance and arrogance, and those are... Re- you, you can have one... And without the other, but you can't have both. And she has both on steroids. This is unbelievable testimony. And she has dug herself into such hot water uh, as a matter of criminal law, as a matter of ethics, civil law. She's in big trouble here. Big fannies in big trouble down in Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. It's Mike Davis, Article3Project.org. I found it, uh, I I tried it to laugh because it's a serious issue, but I found it to be laughable when the lawyer, the, the woman, I don't know her name, but she, she would ask a question like, like, did you live here from this date to that date? And Fannie Willis's response would be, that's a lie. <laughs> Wait a second. It was a question. If you answer yes, then we take your answer. If you answer no, we take your answer. How is it a lie to just ask the question? So I'm guessing she read through some of the papers. She thought that she could yell, that's a lie at some things, and claim to be the single mother who's poor, although she's got a stack of money at, at the house. That's why, oh, it turns out cash is fungible. She said that today, too, which is very odd to me. Mike, when, when the person who asked her to testify says, I'm not going to treat her like she's a hostile witness. That's not usual, is it? No. I mean, this is, this is, she, she is her, she is her, I mean, remember, she is the elected Fulton County District Attorney. Yes. She runs a huge office of lawyers down there and paralegals and other support staff. It is stunning to me that she's this stupid. And it's stunning to me that Joe Biden and these national Democrats are so stupid that they would pick someone like Fannie or Fannie or whatever the hell her name is, right. Willis, this obnoxious, angry, dumb prosecutor as one of the, the, the tips of the spear in their lawfare and election interference against President Trump. She's right. a total moron. 
Well, I find the disconnect from from regular human beings in Fulton County, Georgia, to be massive. When she talks about having a cruise agent and then a regular travel agent, and then well, we I, I didn't stay in Florida, although we flew to Miami to get on the cruise ship, and the cruise ship wasn't up to my standard. This and that, uh, Mike, it blew my mind that she bragged about making two hundred thousand dollars a year, but she's getting death threats. How can you possibly be somebody who is seen as sympathetic to the people of Atlanta and the surrounding areas when you're putting yourself so far above them? I mean, I really think there's no self-awareness here. Does she not have a legal team telling her, hey, go in there with, with you know, or Kmart bought or Target bought clothing and, and lower yourself a little bit on the mercy of the people that are watching? She has no clue. No, and she, she came in just angry. Hand on her hip. She was ready to go. Just angry when she came into that courtroom, and it was probably Bonnie Willis herself who defiantly said she was going to testify over the advice of her lawyers in her office because no sane, good lawyer would advise her it's a good idea to go testify. And she stormed into that courtroom and testified, and she just poured gasoline all over herself and lit herself on fire. I couldn't disagree with you, and the part that really showed a true disconnect, and again, I make a pretty good buck, so do you. We're not poor people, but she's putting herself in a realm that I will never, ever want to be in. She could, she talked about the quality of the caviar. She talked about the quality of the champagne. Mike, I kid you not, she thought this was going to help her. And again, then she goes, well, but Dad was afraid of COVID, so he stayed in the house that I was afraid to stay in. Wait, what? Again, if this were a made-for-television drama, I would shut it off. It's so stupid. And Big Fanny likes Grey Goose. Remember that. <laughs> I don't like She's not a paid. one girl. She's a Grey Goose. <laughs> not a one. That's right. And she said that like we would all say, oh, I get it now. Yeah. You know, Mike, in a situation like this, should she throw enough money at you to where you would come and be part of her legal team? Why don't you grab her by the ear and say, hey, here's something you don't do when you get in there. Don't put yourself above the people that pay you. You know, and I, and I was starting to think that this Nathan Wade was a crook because he took $700,000. <laughs> I don't think he got paid enough listening to this testimony today. <laughs> Mike, as as we watch this unfold, and, and, and again, it's hard not to laugh at it because you and I watch these sorts of things, and they're usually pretty sterile. This thing is actually pretty lively, and, and, and it gets you going. But at the end of this, as you said, she'll be off this case easily. The Attorney General of, 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 uh, of Georgia would then step in, or would it be dismissed completely and reassessed to see if you even want to start it again? Well, at a minimum, she's going to get disqualified from this yeah. case. Any human being watching this would, would see that. Uh, but... I would say this. I don't know how the judge doesn't dismiss this indictment because the indictment has been corrupted. It's been tainted by Fannie Willis and her profit motive yes. since before its inception. And that is just per se illegal. And so what I think this judge will have to do because it was so tainted is dismiss the case. He can dismiss it uh, with without prejudice, meaning the the attorney general can be brought again, can can bring charges again or the attorney general can bring in another prosecutor. I don't think another prosecutor is going to bring charges because, as we've talked about for a long time, this is such a bogus case. It is it is not a crime to object to a presidential election. It's allowed by the Electoral Count Act right. of 1887. De Democrats objected. In 1968, 2000, 2004, 2016, they're not in jail. You don't see Al Gore and John Kerry and Hillary Clinton in jail for objecting to Republican wins. It's right. not a crime to twist arms politically. It is a crime, though, to secretly pay your secret boyfriend and take illegal kickbacks. That's both a state crime, as Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene outlined in her criminal referral to Governor Kemp and right. Attorney General Chris Carr. It's also a federal crime for honest services.
In the state of Georgia, it's different in every state. In the state of Georgia, can you remove a district attorney? I know here in Texas you can't. The legislature has to do it. But the governors can in some states. Can Brian Kemp, if he ever grows some courage, uh, could he get rid of her if he wanted? I think he can. And at a minimum, he can, he, under the Georgia statute, he can open a criminal probe on Fannie Willis. So can Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr. An Article 3 project has been advocating for this for weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks after Marjorie Taylor Greene filed her criminal referral to Governor Carr, or excuse me, Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr. And so right. it's just unbelievable to me. If the, if the governor and the attorney general do not order a criminal probe after today, they are just so in the bag with the anti-Trump forces that they can't see straight. No, I'm with you. I mean, Brian Kim jumped on a plane, went to, to like the WEF or something instead of doing something about this case. So I'm not so sure that he has the, the set that I'm talking about, but we'll see. What happens if they throw this out, Mike? The case, and again, I agree with you that she's going to be off the case. That doesn't mean the case goes away. If they do throw it out and, and bring in another prosecutor or have the attorney general look at it, what happens to the people that turned on Trump like Jenna Ellis? What, what happens to, to, to those deals they made? Is there anything to that? I think although if you get if you dismiss this case, all of those cases go away and you start from scratch. And so you'd have for the 18 co-defendants, uh, whoever pled guilty, cut a deal before. I think the whole, the whole criminal case would go away completely. And they so completely not, expunged. They would have to start all over. Yeah, they would they would not have a criminal c- conviction on their backgrounds. Uh, it would just be like nothing happened. It's amazing to watch it unfold on live television. It really is. And I think that she thinks she's doing well. And that's the funniest part for me. Because the thing that she said, like the guy said, and did you live here at the time? Please don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. I'm like, nobody's yelling at you. Stop it. It's, uh, to me, the judge got a little frustrated. I don't know if you were watching this. I know that you were stuck in traffic. The judge got a little frustrated. And I felt like he was moving it along faster than he should have because of the frustration he was facing. These questions were meaningful and were going to lead to an end. Did you feel that at all? Or do you think the judge is doing fine? I think the judge is a little bit young and he's a little bit in that Kemp camp and so he's probably terrified of you know angering uh, people down in Georgia but right. I can say this let's just step back and look at this I mean this is the woman and her boyfriend we, we saw both of them today this this angry dumb woman and her unqualified boyfriends have brought a federal RICO case against a former and likely future president of the United States. And I would right. say to Joe Biden and to the National Democrats, pick better people to run your lawfare. These people are total clowns. Well, I, I think the more egregious part is that they brought RICO cases against people like Rudy Giuliani, who actually is the only guy in history who's ever actually used RICO correctly. It's uh, Mike Davis, Article3Project.org. Mike, off the beaten path, and you didn't, know, you didn't see this coming. Let's go to Hawaii. Why the hell not? The Second Amendment is under attack in Hawaii. Does a state have any right whatsoever to screw with the first nine amendments? I thought, I thought the Tenth Amendment said, now you guys, you know, get to get this back to the states. Hawaii literally said, the Supreme Court there just said that in modern times, the Second Amendment should not apply. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. You have these five Democrat justices on the Hawaii Supreme Court who said that, yeah, the Hawaii Second Amendment's the same as the U.S. Second Amendment, but we think the Supreme Court of the United States got it wrong. We think the Bruin decision is wrong. We, right. we follow the spirit of aloha or whatever the hell they said, and so therefore we're not going to follow the supreme law of the what land. Is that? Hey, and they basically they, they said Scalia was wrong in some of these decisions, and I'm sorry, it's not up to the states to say one of the first nine doesn't doesn't count anymore. Yeah, but you know what. 
as a conservative who's been who's been screaming about this lawfare for the last two years now, I love it when we see these Alvin Braggs and Fannie Willis's and Jack Smith's and these five goofballs on the Hawaii Supreme Court, yes. the four goofballs on the Colorado Supreme Court who disqualify Trump. Right. Keep keep rearing your ugly heads, you you radical leftists. I want the American people to see how crazy they are. And they don't think they're crazy, just like Fannie Willis as she sits there. I'm looking at her right now on my monitor. As she sits there, she truly thinks she's in charge, and she's getting her ass handed to her, and she has no idea. Mike, thanks for jumping through through the hoops and going through the traffic today to, to make this happen. Do you see this, do you see this ending quickly or, or not? I think that this uh, Fulton County Superior Court judge is going to disqualify her quickly, and if he is doing his job, he will dismiss this case and let a, an independent non-corrupt prosecutor decide whether to refile the charges. I may not have realized this. Does this judge have the right, like today he could say, oh, you're off the case? Yes. He could. Wow. So it's just up to this guy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the bias or appearance of bias. And there's clear, there is a clear appearance of bias and conflict. She has a per se legal conflict. She has, she has a financial interest in this case she's taken illegal kickbacks but hey we're supposed to believe her that that she paid back her boyfriend for all these trips with cash that she had stuffed under her mattress for the last 15 years because her dad told her to mike keep in mind cash is fungible it's very important lesson we learned today from fanny willis it's mike davis go to article3project.org support everything he does he's amazing thanks mike thank you all right brother we're back after this stay right here Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Mike Davis uh, coming on from the Article 3 Project, MRDDMIA, over on XMRDDMIA. It's Mike Davis. Go and follow him. Uh, he seems very, very confident as an attorney that she's gone off the case, if not worse. But um, a bit of a discussion during the break. I don't know. Is that really going to happen? Who knows? I mean... Polo makes a very good point that things rarely happen to people in these positions. So we'll see. I think it would only make sense that she's not in the case. There's obviously at least the signs of of bias, and that would that should be enough by state law. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stop by social media. Joe Talk Show on Instagram, on X, on um, on the Facebook. Go and check it out right now. Give it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.